Welcome one and all to episode 30 of the Megavision Show, the companion podcast to Megavisions Magazine. Today is February 17th, 2020, and I'm Chris, the editor of Megavisions. Joining me this week is Sketchcraft, Scotty, David, and Diego. How's it going, guys? Yay! Going fast. We're all donut lords here. We gotta go fast. <laughs> gotta go fast. So, man, uh, big show today. Really excited. We've been looking forward to uh, this show for quite some time now. I feel like probably the last year, six months at least, you know, we've been building up to the, the big Sonic, the movie release and we're finally here so this episode is is going to be kind of centered around uh the sonic uh movie which is why we have dave and diego each one of us has watched the movie and so we're going to get into a big discussion all about sonic movie we're going to share our thoughts uh the first part of our discussion is going to be spoiler free so if you have not yet watched it uh, feel free to to continue to listen nothing's going to spoil for you but then we will give uh you a warning and we will then get into some spoiler talk in the latter half of the show. That way we can just, uh, for those people who've already watched it, which we hope all of you who are listening have already watched it, uh, we'll be able to kind of get our, our, our more deeper thoughts on the movie. And, you know, we can kind of get into some fun speculation, all that sort of thing. But before we jump into that, as we always do, let's give you some magazine updates. And so Sketchcraft... I know you are very, very happy to report that the April O'Neil piece is finally done and off your plate. How happy are you now that it's it's, it's completely done? I never want to. <laughs> I think I'm done with turtles for the next 30 years. I think, I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. No more turtles, huh? Uh, sadly, now people are like, we want to enjoy the turtles. And I'm like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, right. Because that's what you want to do after you spend 100 hours of drawing something. You know, Draw more of the same. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. And oh, that's sorry. all, everybody. See ya. <laughs> I, I thought my mic just uh, went out for a minute. So, um, no, no, so we're done with the uh, the April O'Neil piece. I think it looks amazing. Uh, now you're working on the next layout, which we've we've talked to our our listeners and we we've um, updated our um, patrons about the new Hottersnot layout. Uh, what can you tell us like more about that and, and kind of the latest about the Hottersnot piece? It's uh, deep journalism here, folks. We're raising the bar. You know, next That's generation right. Edge magazine. Kill screen. They all, they're all going to want to take some notes. We're like the sixty minutes of retro video game magazines. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like this is going to win a Pulitzer. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, look, man. You ever, you ever look at the back of a Genesis box? Got all those pictures of games that you could buy. Oh yeah, those are great. So um, I wanted to do that as like somewhere I wanted like a not like a top ten because I fucking you know, every time we say one's better than the other, it's an issue. Mm-hmm. But um, I wanted to do something like a top ten where we just say, this is cool, that sucks. Um, but I didn't want any of us to get the blame for that. So what I did is I took that basic idea of all those little screens, and I created a couple new characters that'll be featured in the magazine moving forward called Hot. Hot Pot. Uh, she's a little red devil girl. And Snotty Mo. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> My son. Snotty Mo. Who's a tentacle snot monster? So, yeah, kind of like our own uh, Scotty Mo. Yeah, I 
blew my nose once and showed raw uh, sketchcraft over there what it looked like, and he's like, I got inspiration. Work with me. I had that same look Jean Claude Van Damme has in Bloodsport. You know what I mean? Oh, like, no. <laughs> I <was> like, <gasps> you know, and I could see you again and shit. So, <clears throat> yeah. Um, and that that that's going to be done tonight. So it's looking fun. I mean, it's going to be done in terms of like the layout and my art, the screens that need to go on there. We all have to have like a little meeting after the after the podcast, so we can talk about how how so we to, can talk uh, snot. We could talk some snot. So I got that. And then also in between those two was the uh, cover story layout virtual on. The cover story itself is complete. So, Is this the uh, first one that's had a Dreamcast border like that you do? Yeah, you know so I, mean? I had to go and draw loot corners and a Dreamcast. And When we go back to a Saturn game, I'm going to have to go back and fix that art because it wasn't layered properly. So I'm going to have to... Hmm do that again and then eventually we'll have a genesis or mega drive cover and i'll have to make one for that and then then i'm done because we're not doing any covers that aren't featured from those three systems right no sega pico oh. covers uh i'm drawing the fucking line that would be <laughs> <laughs> you, you can do whatever cover you want you just can't do it with sketchcraft you know what i mean like I'm i mean the, the easy way out. out of a like pico cover is just like it is just a yellow background with a plain purple border it is the pico the end that's all those it. pico all collectors all those pico collectors are out there like yes he knows he understands so you're welcome <laughs> these little characters these are fun because they're just sort of like a first step into i'm um, always said the third issue would start to look like how i envisioned the magazine so from the beginning and so it's a first step into adding more comic booky stuff in. and so uh what was i saying oh so in the future we're gonna have more characters something i'm calling mega maniacs which is gonna be really fun so if you notice on the spread it'll say uh, from the world of mega maniacs that's that's what that's from i'm just overhyping it so. very cool no I'm, I'm looking forward to that um i'm just looking forward to this issue completely being being done i finished all the um the updated layout and everything for the game versus game uh and so that whole piece now is completely finished with the updated april o'neill art it looks amazing i'm really happy with the way that that came out uh the whole layout just looks uh amazing i'm i'm blown away by that whole piece so i i think our our readers are really gonna love that one um and then yeah we're just making the final correction so scotty and uh mm-hmm. scroverse chris went in and went through the whole issue and marked up some corrections and i'm just going through and doing uh all of that right now and so once that's done uh really that's it you know we're not going to be doing anything else it's just um you know basically once uh sketch finishes the hotter stock we're gonna throw in the screens throw in the text and then once the uh throw in the towel once the yeah once the uh, (laughs) cover's done we're gonna be (laughs) we're gonna be pretty much done with this issue and thank god right and then we get to blame chris for the magazine being three months late so that's that's can't wait on the the upside issue 10 is being worked on right now so um we have we have layouts complete so there are and that's not me doing that, stopping work on issue nine. As I have other people who've been helping with development, so we're getting we're getting a head start. It's just I'm training everyone while we do this, so like I got to start. Chris, he's going to be helping out soon, and he's got to require training. And with how reliable his PC is, I'm I'm worried. 
I'm very, I'm very worried. <laughs> I already said that I, I, I know I got to upgrade my CPU and motherboard. Once that's done, I think I might be okay. But I definitely need it's to like, do that before it, I get it's to It's almost the entire thing. thing. You know what I mean? Like it's Everything like, else is good. Everything else is good. My He's keyboard got a, mouse. a keyboard. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was joking. And he said, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Still got that web TV keyboard from his Dreamcast. I, I will say my my monitor is a uh, a Sony uh, PlayStation TV. Do you guys remember those? When okay, GameStop well, was selling that's those? yeah, that's one I, of the it, problems. No, 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 this thing works great, man. It's it's a it's a great monitor. Is it in it, so everything's in 3D? Is it one of those garbage things? It does do the 3D thing, but I never yeah, thank used God. it for that. Well, yeah. when we have 3D <laughs> issues, then you'll be set. Oh wait, we do because they're physical. Don't don't talk shit about 3D. Not well, not <laughs> I'm I'm talking shit about that that specific TV, not uh not 3D in general. I got this thing for like uh, a GameStop marked them down a ridiculous. It was like sixty bucks or something. Crazy. Oh, I know, I know, because yeah. I wasn't there the day it happened, so I didn't get one. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's... For for just the price of one year of Chris not buying another Mega Drive replica, he could get. A piece of... <laughs> you know what I mean? Just one year, Chris. <laughs> Sacrifices the, the, listen, were made. The... I'm only going to do one more, and it's going to be the Polymega, and then I'm done. I'm, it's the I'm, price of a PC. I'm going to be able to walk away. Yeah. It's exactly the price of a PC. Until the next So, right. Maybe. I don't know, man. I, I think I'm – we'll see. We'll see. Jury's still out. So let's get into what we've been watching and what we've been playing. Scott, what have you been watching and playing, buddy? Uh, still going through the Twin Peaks here and there. Um, enjoying that. Uh, making our way through that series. We had a, we had a uh, a guest star popped up in an episode, and I will not say who it was, but they were not at all who we were expecting or how we were expecting. But it was good. Um, I actually and... started watching Twin Peaks just yeah, because you're you got me. Yeah, I mean, once we started talking about it, then you know we threw out some um, Alan Wake stuff there. I was like, man, I, I, I really we need to watch this. So my wife and I, uh, Jamie and I, we sat down, you know, a couple of weeks ago. We started it. I think we're about episode five or six right now in the first season, and we're both really enjoying it. It's quirky, it's silly, uh, but it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I like the lightheartedness, and there's uh, just a lot of charm to everything about it really the soundtrack the acting the town itself and and a lot of the just the different characters are just really weird and interesting hey, hey chris yeah you know what i'm doing right now i don't I'm know enjoying a damn fine cup of black coffee just letting you know that's oh, um... <laughs> Go ahead, is, that, is that a twin that's a twin peaks reference this is you like the second episode the <laughs> I was gonna say, let's see how far Chris has actually gone in. Oh no, that's the that's the weird FBI guy that's always yeah. like the weird FBI the guy is the main character. Yeah, Every I don't know his name. He's always talking about weird coffee, or he's yeah. talking about the coffee from the uh, the diner. I forget the name of the diner, but Lord Almighty, no, I got you. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good show. Um, it's a good show. Uh, I'm a brag and say I did figure out who killed Laura Palmer second episode. No one say anything, but I think I made my girlfriend mad because I figured it out, but whatever. Um, it's a good show. And then uh, we actually watched also um, the documentary that uh, David LBD just did a review on, Not For Resale, about um, – it's kind of about a bunch of things. Um, but it, I like it. 
I I love retro stores and the community around it, uh, and it's about that. And it's you know go read go read uh, David's review on it. Um, my only slight gripe with it was it seemed random when they started talking about Rocket League, but I I understand why they did. Um, I feel like the I feel like the documentary could have honestly been longer, but it was good. It made it made me want more, and I'm excited to get the uh, the Blu-ray of it eventually with all the bonus stuff on it. Um, but yeah, if you just like retro shops and shopping at them, and you got your favorite retro shop, you know, and just if you're a collector in general, um, my jaw dropped when I saw that Saturn collection, but I I understood partially okay. where the guy was coming from for selling it. Um, but uh, it's good. I, I recommend it. I don't want to harp too much on it because there's the review and, and everything. Uh, and then lastly, I picked up, just I'll quickly say, I I did grab, play. Uh, oh boy, Fantasy Star Online 1. So I'm going to dive into that a little bit, try that out before I get PSO2. And um, a buddy of mine, when he was down at PAX South, he hit up the limited run booth and picked up on PlayStation 4 River City Girls for me. So I don't have to pay $200 for it because assholes online are trying to sell it for that much. That's insane. So that's me, though. No, did, River City Girls was fun. It. Odin and I yeah. uh, streamed it uh, about a few weeks ago, and we had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I'm excited he was able to grab it for me. Um, so I didn't play any video games, but I <laughs> bought stuff and watched stuff. That's me. Have you ever played PSO before, PSO 1? Nope. I missed the boat on it entirely. So I will say this. If you're going from PSO 2 to PSO 1 and never having played PSO 1, just be prepared that it is a much like simpler combat. Like it's there's nowhere near the amount of uh, just like depth that PSO2 has uh, in terms of combat. It's just very simple. You're basically doing a three button combination, and that's it. There's no jumping. There's no like diving. There's no. It's 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 very. I'm not simple. worried about it. So, I've yeah. played no MMOs ever because uh, they stole my friends in high school. Uh, so, and uh, thank you for rubbing in the fact that I did not get to play the PSO2 beta, but, uh, so I'm not going <laughs> from that to this. No, I don't care. Um, Should I have an Xbox? Bitch. No, I'm not. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> uh, I will uh, wait for it to come out on PC, but they have also not confirmed nor denied that it'll be out on PlayStation 4, but they've also not confirmed nor denied anything for eight years on this game, so who knows? But, um... Yeah, so PSO one. Apparently, Phil Spencer had a really big. Mm -hmm. From what I've read, Phil Spencer had uh, a lot to do with getting this game finally released over here. So uh, I wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's done a lot of stuff. He's he got um, what was that uh, Xbox game that they ported over to the Xbox One? Oh man, it's like that card based. Oh, I forget what the name of it was. Phantom Dust. Yeah. Sure. Fa- I don't know. Yeah, Phantom is. Dust. He was a big fan of Phantom Dust, and that was one of my Phantom? all-time favorite games on the Xbox. So good. They they ported that over to PC and um, Xbox One. Uh, so he's. I mean, I, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. But uh, from what some rumors and stuff that I've been seeing online, I don't know if, how you know it's just speculation or whatever. But uh, it sounded more like the Xbox has like a timed exclusivity. Um, and then it, it could eventually find its way over to the PS4. So, I don't know. I'm just so happy it's been a great happy. thing for Xbox. Yeah. That's all I got, though. Like, the best thing to happen to it, not to refer to him as a thing, but just his taking yeah. over. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, oh, David, why don't you just uh, lead into uh, to what you've been watching and playing? 
Oh, wow. Um, lately, uh, I've been working on a bunch of different stuff lately, so my video backlog's growing out of control, so I haven't gotten to watch quite as much as I'd like. Uh, I did watch Not For Resale, of course. It, it was a helpful thing to do if I was going to review it. You know what, the uh, one thing I, I, I will say about Not For Resale is it just, it, I, I watched it as well, I really enjoyed it, um, but it just bummed me out, because I felt like they painted a very bleak uh... future of uh, a picture of the future of like brick and mortar retro video game stores. Like I, I left thinking like th- there is just a, a matter of time before they're all gone. And I know that's not necessarily truth, but um, if all you knew about uh, retro game stores is what you saw in this documentary, you come out thinking that there is absolutely no future in physical video games. And, everything's going to be digital, which I don't think that's necessarily the truth. I don't know if they meant to do it to that point, but did you kind of get the same thing, David? Uh... I kind of got it, but maybe not necessarily in a bleak way, but just in a things change kind of way. I mean, to the same point, like just so much is happening online and digitally. And it's like, you know, there's still the old games out there, but it's like how we, uh, you know, consume them. Like they had a part where, uh, they were talking, and it was like, oh, yeah, I listened to music from the 80s. And it's like, but how do you listen to it? Do you, like, go out and get the cassettes or the records or whatever? And it's like, oh, no, I get, like, the MP3. So it's, like, showing that this stuff will still live on, but maybe in a different way than, like, what we remember. But at the same time, it still goes on for future generations. And, I mean, as far as stores, I mean, we even got Scotty here who avoid retail when he was looking at Bayonetta. on wow. That's more so because I don't want to be pitched and upsailed. Upsailed? Whatever. <laughs> Upsold? Upsold? Yeah. They don't do that at <laughs> retro shops. I have no problem going into those. Yeah, but still, I, I think, I don't know. Sometimes it kind of has to have the others. Uh, if GameStop's numbers keep, I guess we'll find out for sure. But They're going to turn into a retro shop before we know it, if they aren't already considered one. Hub up, bub. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Um, movie, uh, not for resale though. Um, I played the Fantasy Star Online Two beta. That's like my first MMO ever. So, uh, yeah, interesting to hear that the other stuff is simpler because right now that's like my baseline. But I would like to check out some of the earlier Fantasy Star Online and whatnot. Uh, playing Mega Man Zero and ZX Legacy Collection for a review, and um. Yeah, let's, most of what I've managed to keep on in uh, wrestling. I watched uh, NXT TakeOver Oregon last night and the first episode of Ruthless Aggression, which is like the Monday Night War. Oh, cool. And uh, just as an aside, kind of like, you know, uh, on topic, uh, also uh, Rooster Teeth is doing like uh, kind of a – does anybody remember Sonic for Hire? Yeah. I don't think so. They were on no? – it was on its own thing – or I forget. Is, is it Machinima. on a website? Oh, Machinima. That's it. Is uh, Machinima? They had a thing called Happy Hour, and that was like one of the anchors of it. Yeah, they're doing like a new, like kind of a follow up to that uh, with the same voice actors and stuff called a uh, Hedgehog for Hire, and uh, they're like two episodes in, and uh, you know, feels like uh, like old times, <laughs> or whenever whenever cool. Sonic for Hire was. So, hmm, nice, nice. But yeah, I just I just wanted to throw that one in there. Cool. No, uh, I'll try to check that out, too. So, Diego, what have you been up to, man? Well, not much. I mean, 
from what I've been playing, I uh, recently got the uh, Yakuza Remastered Collection. I and saw I've been just, that. I've just been plowing through uh, the third one. I think I'm already on the last chapter. Jesus. Yeah, it didn't take me long, but I've been playing that and uh, as well as uh, Fantasy Star when the beta came out. And that was my first time playing an MMORPG as well. So, What did you think yeah, about it? Uh, I thought it was pretty. It was pretty fun, you know. And uh, besides the whole uh, server shutting down, <laughs> like within the hour. But, yeah, Diego um, was on the stream when um, Tornado was hosting. All of us were in there pretty much, uh, waiting, trying to get into servers. And then Tornado started playing TMNT Tournament Fighters and made the screen bigger every time someone got disconnected. And then uh, he's like, all right, everybody's leaving. And I started doing a playthrough of Sonic 3 while Diego and I were just talking about Sonic. And that was, that was, <laughs> that was the PSO2 beta first night. <laughs> but then it got better yeah, the weekend basically. before I hear. <laughs> Yeah, I gave up on the first night because, like, every time I'd start to make a character and then I'd get disconnected and I had to do everything over again and I'd get a little bit further. And eventually it's just like, forget this. I'll just do it later. It's like, it why is character creation fun. on the uh, player's side anyway? Like, the thing's like 60, 70 gigs. Like, you know, why not, like, let me just customize a character on this and then upload it or whatever? It was honestly a fun stream, though. Like, it was very chill and all of us were just hanging out and BSing. <laughs> That's what almost made it more fun, uh, just the fact that uh, – because honestly, I don't know of how interesting the first you know hour is of that game because it's just a lot of like tutorials and it's just kind of holding your hand through it because there is a lot to this game. There's a lot to do, and it's it's uh, it could be a little overwhelming, Dense. I think, at first because there's just so much going on and there's just so many like layers to – you know, just not even the combat itself, but like when you're back in the lobby, everything you can do. So there's, it's not that exciting, uh, you know, the, the early portion of the game. But once you kind of get through all of uh, the introductory quests for your, your class and all that sort of thing, it, it really starts to open up and gets a lot more fun. So I think it kind of played out okay, and we had a lot of fun with it. So it ended up being a pretty good stream, I think. It was just really, I mean, overwhelming is pretty good it's when you pay and some change because they did the extended uh, on Sunday night like of time, and I just ended up ignoring it. I'm probably going to regret that later, but I was just like, you know what? I name some more. Did each of you guys get all of your urgent quests done to be so you could get that Dreamcast mag? I don't know. Same <laughs> here. I don't. I did three of them, which is the requirement for it, but two of them were the same quest, so. I don't know how they tally that. <laughs> yeah, they didn't specify if it has to be different urgent quests or if you could do the same one. So there was a little bit of it was it was kind of vague in that respect. So I'm not sure. I did do a couple of the same quests, but I I think I did I made sure to do three different quests just to be on the safe side because I really want that Dreamcast mag it would be pretty awesome. I, so. I tried as best as I could times and the quests available. Ended up by same one and fingers crossed. It's like, does it count? Does it count if you just like came in this thing too, like halfway through the the quest or no? I think as long as um you got like uh, the experience and stuff from it after afterwards, I think you're fine. Um, because I came in one time and I shot the boss like one time and they they killed it because there's like a billion people in in there. 
uh, and I got all the experience for it. And so um, it's really easy. It's, it's weird because like they were just, it seemed like they were throwing out experience left and right in that game. And I got up to level 20 and I, I don't, I think I played it maybe seven to eight hours or so. Um, it seems like just like that early portion, you can level up really fast in that game. I mostly leveled up by playing uh, urgent quests, like just repeat up, just, uh, you know, kill the thing, go out, go back in, uh, kill it again, and on so on and so forth. And I got up to level 13, which, you know. Nice. Nice. Uh, what else have you been up to, Diego? Um, I've been thinking about getting the... Um, well, I was thinking about buying the Vanquish. Uh, probably not um, the whole bundle together, but maybe on digital for either console. Because I want to try that game out. It seems pretty fun. Get that I didn't know that. Book. Did they, did they um, separate I, them digitally so you I can think buy them separately? That's what I read. I think it's going to be... You can buy them digitally separately. That's what I read somewhere. I forgot. I'm not sure where, but I'll double check it. Yeah, that I want to sense, but that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I kind of want to check that game out because it looks pretty. From what I've seen in all the screenshots and the videos that Sega posts up, it's like it seems like really fun. I can't like I can't believe I missed that when I was when I, I, when I had the I 360. I haven't beat it yet. I haven't beat it yet, so I definitely want to get back into it. That game's bananas. It's just insane. Like just <laughs> super fast paced, over the top combat. Like you're. You have this like power slide thing with your uh, with the main character, and it just it it makes for some really interesting combat. I mean, it's a Platinum Games uh, creation, so you know the combat is going to be over the top and just insane, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't disappoint. There's just gigantic bosses in the game were really really cool, um, and just to, to to look back and think that that was like a PS3 Xbox 360 game and it was just able to kind of pull off some of the wacky and and over the top stuff that it did um i think it's pretty impressive so i'm not like seeing to... oh go ahead i was just gonna say i'd like to try out vanquish and if they are selling them separately digitally that'll be all the better for me because um just right now there's a lot of like different game stuff going on right now like the turbo graphics mini next month and uh march is the, gonna the be crazy yep. yeah yeah going to see the Sonic movie and all this stuff. It's like, uh, if I can save some money by not getting Bayonetta, nothing against Bayonetta, but I, I don't even, I've lost track of how many times I actually own that game. Um, but you know, if I can just get vanquished by itself for lower cost and maybe come back to Bayonetta later for whatever this version offers that I don't have already, if there's anything, uh, so much the better. Yep. So I don't see them purchasable separately, but I wouldn't be surprised if they don't mention that anywhere until like day of launch to get people to pre-order the bundle. But uh, when I tried to search for Vanquish PSN store or whatever, all that came up was it for PS3 on its own anyway. <laughs> so I don't know. But whatever you do, don't search for Bayonetta PS4 because you, well, turn safe search on if you want to search for that anywhere <laughs> other than your personal computer. Oh my! Yeah, get some of those decals. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, uh, is uh, uh, is that all you've been up? Uh, I guess for like stuff I haven't really like watched anything lately. Like, um, I kind of do want to watch like the XFL, like how you've been saying, Chris. Oh man, you gotta get on I it. I haven't. I, I've. I've yet to watch a game. 
Like, Dude, um, <laughs> the Houston Roughnecks are legit. Uh, they're they're really good. PJ Walker is is insane. He's th- he's thrown like seven touchdown passes in two games. Uh, Jesus Christ! It's it's funny. And then the um, uh, the New York uh, Guardians quarterback Matt McLowan like completely threw the whole team under the bus. Like during the middle of the game, he just had like I a heard. meltdown. It was amazing. Yeah, I heard about that. He just did because they do live interviews on the sidelines, like right after a player makes a big play, like an interception or a touchdown, they'll come to the sidelines and there will be a reporter right there and they'll just go interview them live on TV. Like you never see that in the NFL, but they do that in the XFL and it makes for some really cool stuff. Sometimes the interviews are really bad. Like the guy, you can't even hear what they say. So you're like, what the? (laughs) but Matt McGlowan, he, man, he just, and, and then he got benched later in the game because they went and told the coach. They went and talked to the coach. It was like, "Hey, did you hear what um, Matt McLowan was saying about the uh, the offensive game plan and and the communication?" He's like, "What? No." He's like, "And and so it it I, man, they got problems, but it is definitely an exciting uh, league. the The level of play isn't the greatest, but um, that's to be expected. You know, you can't obviously compare it to the NFL quality, but I think what the XFL is doing is um, they're smart because they're giving the uh, the viewer um, uh, different uh, content and accessibility um, than they get that they would get uh, with the with the NFL because it, it, it looks and feels a little bit different um, and some of the rules obviously are are quite a bit different as well so it's definitely interesting yeah. I mean you 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 ref football high school football so I think it would be interesting for you from that standpoint as well to kind of oh, see yeah, some totally. of the, the differences uh, in the rules and everything so oh yeah I always like well to finish on that I mean I really like kind of see like for the referee's point of view for all that stuff so if i were like to see watch like an xfl game i'd like to see the perspective from the referee because that's what i that's what i do right now but i just want to sit down and just watch a full game by myself and just see what it's all about and uh i fucking their twitter feed is just (laughs) full of memes it's like what the hell man literally it's just memes (laughs) it's funny they do a good job it's it's definitely interesting what were were you gonna say david for you did you watch the original season oh man it, it was a long time ago i do remember watching some of it but i i can't remember a whole lot of it anymore okay a little bit too i'm not i'm not a huge football uh wwf i had to check it out at the time but yeah i was just wondering uh you say this is better than the original one because i think it kind of almost really survived I think this version is a lot better and it's more professional. Like, whereas the first XFL, I think they were trying to blend professional football and like the WWE style of entertainment and blend those together. And, uh, this version of it is they're, they're trying to present a, just a pure professional sport, a professional football, uh, um, experience, um, by giving, uh, the viewer, uh, increase accessibility to the teams the players and obviously try to improve the game um for you know the the just the 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 flow of the game um they're trying to speed it up um basically looking at all the different ways that the nfl game is kind of boring or or you know uh unexciting they're trying to fix that and i think there's some really interesting things that they're doing. Um, so yeah, if you, if you, if you watch the original XFL and you're like, Oh God, this is just a joke. 
Um, the new one is is much different from that respect, and I, I think that they're a much more legitimate league than the previous XFL was. You know what I kind of find ironic, Mario? We've got Vince McMahon leading a football league that is essentially the AEW of football to the NFL's WWE. At the same time, we've got the AEW of wrestling to Vince's WWE. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, I've, I've thought about that. It's kind of a interesting kind of twist there. So, uh, cool, good stuff. Uh, Sketchcraft, what have you been up to? Well. Guys, just just give me a second to explain this, because because I'm super excited. You know, this weekend I finally got to see a movie based off a video game that I've been waiting 30 years to see. You know, and features a blue mascot that has changed my life. <laughs> and uh, that movie was Dragon Quest: Your Story. I saw that on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking fantastic. <laughs> yes. That's right. Dragon Quest Your Story is amazing. I loved it. It's beautiful. The art direction. You know, video game movies with strong art direction make a difference, guys. I don't know if you know that or not. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've got, I've got a question for you on that. Ke- keeping it non-spoiler, but uh, my understanding is the ending is kind of divisive, but I take it you liked it? Uh, yeah, but that's because most people on the internet are, are dumb. So, you know, let's uh, I, 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 I can explain why I can, can we get that shirt made that just says most people on the internet are dumb megavisions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm on the internet, so just throw me in with that that pile. Um look, uh there's a thing at the end. And uh, there's no way to do Okay, how about that? I'm just going to say spoilers, cut the shit out if you don't want to hear it, right? Cuz there's no way to get around this. And I do want to explain this. So, uh you guys don't care, right? You're not that big of Dragon Quest fans, right? No, I'm good. I'm, right. so I'm fledgling. The, all right, so at the very, it, it's it's a whole tribute to Dragon Quest V, the movie. Okay, you don't have to play the game to know what's going on. You'll 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 pick it up. That being said, at the end, it find out that the main character is really a kid in VR. It's a Dragon Quest VR experience, and um, there's a virus, and they fucking the slime. They help stop it, and and they're like, oh, that, that just took away the whole thing. It's supposed to be this fantasy movie, and they made it a kid in VR movie. I'm like, no, dumbass. The movie's a love letter to Dragon Quest um, V and Dragon Quest the series, but what it also did is it included the player into the movie. You see what I mean? And not in a way that takes over the whole film. It's just at the very end you realize, oh, playing the game, experiencing the world, that the world is real and, and it means as much to me, you know what I mean, is part of the experience of the game. Mm-hmm. And so, like, this character, that's why like the, the movie kind of goes through this, and Dragon Quest V is a huge game, so it goes through this shorthand experience, but when, if you, there's a scene at the end of the arcade, it says Dragon Quest Experience. If you look in the background, like, if you ever play a VR game, you know, like, those games are smaller versions of larger experiences, like the Arkham game. It's not a full Arkham game, it's the experience of being Batman. That's what this was for that guy. So, like, hmm. And it was being able to finally experience this world that, that was always real to you, and now gets to be real to him. You know, and he gets to save, you know, the characters that he loves from destruction. You know what I mean? Like, and they save him. So, like, it's just making the player part of the movie. And it's very, I thought, it, like, to ignore, 
you know, the only other movie that made the player part of the fucking film was The Wizard. And you know what I mean? That didn't do a good job, right? So, like, so it was touching. And I'm just watching this film. It's gorgeous. The music's awesome. The acting's great. The animation's wonderful. And I'm like, you know, fucking gamers are spoiled, bro. Like, they're <laughs> oh, fucking yeah. spoiled. Go back and watch the fucking Double Dragon movie. You want a <laughs> goddamn, you know what I mean? God, fuck me, man. Like oh, I, I was expecting was going to be this horrible twist at the end, and I'm like, that's what they're complaining about. It didn't turn it into sword art or any shit like that. It just made it recognize that we, the players, are part of that story too. Hence, your story. That's the whole point. So, and for me, it was deeply personal because um, when I was a kid, I saw a movie called Lucas. Uh, you ever see that movie with Clint Oh, and Lucas? And, yep. I, yeah, I, I still kid. remember the infamous uh, like uh, was it icy hot scene. Yes, it's it's a, he's a he's a nerd who gets you know made fun of and and kind of like earns the respect of the fucking you know the whole school kind of thing and yep. he, he almost kills himself. It deals with teen like suicide early. Dude. Oh, it's one of the Corys. I do remember this yeah. now. And Winona yeah, Ryder's movie. in it. Yeah, Winona mm-hmm. Ryder's in it. Uh, chick from Goonies is in there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, dude, it's it's amazing. So anyway, um, ever since that, so when I first played Dragon Warrior, I made my character's name Lucas. Because that movie was like a movie that I identified with strongly as a kid. So the main character's name in this one is Luca. And I'm like, this fucking, this is my movie. This is Rob's, <laughs> this is my movie. Like, like yeah. It's made for you. So, uh, so yeah, I, I watched that um, uh, a couple times, actually. It's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful film. If if you're going to get really bothered at the end that it doesn't, I mean, that it says this is a game, then I'm like, fucking drag- it's a fucking CG movie, too. It's not real. They didn't actually, like, Lion King's not a live-action film, folks. You know what I mean? Dragon Quest. What? Your story. <laughs> what? You know, so, I know, man. Like, like, go back and watch Evolver, if you want. You know what I mean? Oh, I do. Uh, <laughs> you don't do that weekly? <laughs> <laughs> These fucking people. You know? So, whatever. I loved it. It's beautiful. Dragon Quest, your story on Netflix now. Nice, nice, nice. Um, oh, let me see. Shit, where where did I did I write anything down for this? Yeah, you I wrote did. stuff down. Yeah, I did. Um, I'm pretty excited because I'm going to be going to to Pax East here in a couple weeks. Um, I finally got uh, the the email back that's saying uh, my media application was approved. That's next so... week, son. Do you know when you're flying out? No, it's not. It's the 28th, isn't it? Yeah, it's not next week. I the twenty eighth is next week. I'm, I mean, next weekend. It's it's not this weekend. It's I, next I just weekend. want to make sure you know when you're leaving. <laughs> I know when I'm leaving. Okay. Um, and so I'll be leaving. I'll be actually. It's it's gonna be crazy because I, I I have to save all of my leave right now. Um, I can't take any leave for the rest of my time in the Air Force because I'm try I'm saving it all for like right at the end when I go on terminal leave. And so I'll basically be flying out like early in the morning on Saturday and then coming back late uh, in at night on Sunday. So I'll, I'll actually probably be getting close to midnight. Um, but I'm really excited. This is the first time I've gone to PAX East since what, – what year was that, Scotty? I think oh, you and I were boy. there. Was it 2012 or something like that? Um, that sounds right. I can check. It was Keep the year talking. they had Sonic 4, Episode 1. Um, there, um, uh, and they had that weird bunny game that was like a a demon or something like that. Um, hell yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it was probably 2012 because it was just before Colonial Marines came out, and that was in 2013. 
Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't look like Sega or Atlas is going to be there, unfortunately, um, which is kind of a bummer. Um, but Dot Emu is going to be there, and so I'm hoping to be able to play some uh, Streets of Rage 4, which is really the, the big reason why I wanted to go. Um, and then also uh, I found out that the wonderful 101 uh, remake or remaster is going to be playable there as well, but I, I have a sneaking suspicion that the lines are going to be insanely long. Hey, guys. Um, so... Hey, guys. Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news. To sketch on the streets. DeviantArt just reposted a Sonic Finals cover pinup. Oh, neat. Ooh. Sonic movie and everything. It's on their official Twitter. So, oh, that's cool, cool, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Guys, we're famous. All right. <laughs> famous news. Fizzle news. do 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 Back to Chris. Back to me. Um, and so I've, I've basically just been looking at like other stuff to do. I, I want to try to get as much content for the website as I can. So I'm going to be looking at trying to do a lot of previews, some indie stuff, uh, and hit up some uh, some uh, different panels and stuff that seem pretty interesting. So that's going to be exciting. Um, I also got um, approved for the Toy Fair, uh, which is this upcoming weekend. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to go, though, um, since I'm going to be out of town the following weekend. So, um, You mean because there's no Streets of Rage 4 there? There's no Streets of Rage 4. I've been looking around. I just I haven't seen anything like that's really like heavy on video game stuff or like Sega stuff, because I've been trying to look around to see if there's going to be any new toys or anything like that that might be interesting to our audience. I just haven't really seen anything. There are some really... Well, that's the thing. A lot of stuff's announced there, so you there's a good chance you wouldn't know about it beforehand. Yeah, there's um there once you get like the media access, you can you can look at um you can look at all the different exhibitors that are going to be there, and and they'll uh, detail like what they're going to have, like what lineup of uh, like licensed toys they're going to have, and oh, really? so you can do searches and stuff. So I've been running searches. I haven't seen anything. So unless they you know, one of their partners announced something there. Um, I it doesn't look like anything's going to be there, which um, isn't to say there won't be, like you said, David. But I just don't know if it'd be, really be worth my time going up there this year, um, seeing that, that that PAX East is the following weekend. So may skip that. Um, but really excited for for PAX East because it's been, uh, like I said, a while since I've been back. Um, and then, um, other than that, yeah, so, I mean, you guys already kind of touched on it. I watched Twin Peaks, the Not For Resale uh, documentary, and, uh, yeah, so I think what we should do now is let's wrap up this section and get into our feature discussion, which is all about the Sonic movie. Um, I've watched it twice now. Um, I, I know a couple of you have as well, so, Scotty, did you also see it a couple times? I watched it twice. I would like to go last on my opinion, so. Sounds good. Um, I don't know how we want to do it. If we just want to kind of go around the room and kind of uh, give our our thoughts, our overall thoughts, and then we could kind of get into more of the, you know, kind of the detail. We could get into, like, the, the different, uh, you know, the, the performances, all that sort of thing. So, um, David, why don't you start us off? Oh, wow. Um, Okay, I'm not even quite sure where to begin with it. I went to see it on Thursday night, uh, the uh, premiere day. 
only got to see it once so far. I would love to see it again before it leaves theaters, but I understand the uh, Blu-ray is probably coming out around my birthday, so I'll get another chance to see it again if uh, not in theaters. Um, and the fact that I'm interested in seeing it again, I think should say something right there, uh, as well as those who have seen it twice, of course. Um, I did get to go to a Cineplex event yesterday to, uh, you know, see the costume Sonic and stuff. So that's got to count for something, right? But, um, yeah, I'm actually reviewing it for, uh, Nintendo Force. And I'm having a really hard time with the score because I really just, I love this movie. I know it's not like, you know high art or anything so it's like you know what, what what do i give it kind of thing but um it ended up just being a lot better than i thought it would be when they showed the first trailer i was like well you know what if nothing else i'll probably see this for jim carrey as robotnik and then they did the redesign and it's like okay so now i'm watching it for sonic and for robotnik and if it's kind of uses some cliches and stuff like the road trip thing which i didn't feel it felt like too road trippy as a movie goes if that makes any sense it's just i did every just a lot of great felt like a sonic maybe a sonic road trip a sonic story fair enough fair enough uh diego what about you what do you think yeah i just saw it once uh friday nights with my cousins and yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I really did like Jim Carrey as Eggman or Robotnik. <laughs> they do um, call probably, him Eggman. Yeah, I'm probably going to call him Eggman. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I really did enjoy Jim Carrey. He was just like so all over the place, and I did like Jim Carrey like with um. With the Grinch and McMask and Bruce Almighty, right? I keep getting those two mixed, yeah. Yeah, I like, <laughs> yeah. And of course, Ace Ventura. So I really did like Jim Carrey in this movie. And I asked my cousins too what they thought of it, and they thought it was pretty good, you know. Uh, of course, they had the whole road trip um, section into it, which is kind of funny because Sonic could, you know, runs fast and all that stuff. But he but didn't know how to get there. Though. He didn't know that's, how to get to San Francisco. That's, that's the thing. That's how they, that's how they uh, <laughs> reason that. I just, I just found that funny. That's why. I have but, a fish on my head. <laughs> I guess like. If you uh, had to give it a score uh, from one to five, what would you? One to five. Oof. I honestly would probably give it a three. I think, three? yeah. Is, okay. It wasn't like a masterpiece. It wasn't bad. I mean, I think I still would have seen it if they had the old Sonic, you know, just because like I'm a you know I'm a big Sonic fan. I would have gone seen it out of the way, but the fact that they had to that they went the extra mile to redesign, um, I, um, I still would have seen it either way. But I think overall, I gave it a three out of five for me. Nice, nice. Uh, Sketch, what about you? Folks, if you had told me in 1993 that one day I'd be able to walk into the movie theater and see Sonic get into a bar fight and talk shit to Jim <laughs> Carrey, I'd have hit puberty two years early. You know oh, what I'm man. saying? Like, like, that would have made up for the colossal bungling of Sonic 3. You know what I mean? Like, it just... Uh, I mean, what a... 
what a what a treat, guys. I have spent the last year, year and a half talking some mad shit on this film. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I walked in there uh, really uh, because I just didn't want to work on the magazine anymore. So, like, I was like, well, they can't get mad at me for seeing this movie <laughs> if I'm not working on the magazine. So I just walked right in there. That's technically work. I got the 21 and over giant screen uh balcony seating i got myself two uh jack and cokes and i was nice. like all right let's uh <laughs> this can't be that bad right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know <laughs> one That's way or another so you know <laughs> yeah what an awesome film guys i mean like i just think in this this day and age everyone's kind of expecting when they go to the theater like they see some kind of transcendental like you know experience um this is the level of fun and lightheartedness i was and and like uh, cohesiveness that I was expecting from the Pikachu movie, I could not believe it. This one pulled it off. So, if this movie had come out in the '90s, it easily would have been revered like Casper, the Adams Family films at the time. You know what I mean? Like puppets. no doubt. Um, no. And look, hey, I'm telling you, had they replaced him with the puppet, this this you know, I, I give it a four point five, but it would have gone to a six out of five instead of being a fucking puppet Sonic. I just want to see them roll Puppet Sonic into a ball and just roll him down the street. You know what I mean? Can you imagine how hard it would be to replace the, like, old-look puppet with the new one, like, if they weren't doing it digitally, though? They Apparently there is a actual puppet of the old, like, the original design out there. I saw, I don't know what they would, what they used it for. But it's it's there. I, I I saw a picture of it online. You mean the all blue thing, like they had riding in the passenger seat, so that like you know you'd know where to look. Maybe I don't know. It 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 looked like the old version of it, and so it looked like it was like um, I guess anatomically correct for what Sonic was supposed to you know his height and everything in the movie. <laughs> I think and you so... meant like genitalically, like like <laughs> how maybe maybe I don't know. I didn't look that <laughs> close. But, yeah. Um but no, um what was I gonna say? Uh no, it's just overall, like I, I was 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 really surprised like you were uh sketched that they were able to pull this off because I think everyone from the moment I think from the moment they released that 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 advertisement of sonic on the golden gate bridge and he had those like weird legs and and everything you remember that night i, I tweeted it out on the, on the <laughs> facebook or our little message notes and i'm like looking you're like what is that i'm oh. like them are legs <laughs> yeah it, it's like it, when you put on vr goggles you're like what did they do to my legs you know like <laughs> <laughs> it just it seems like so bad like i mean it, it just i really felt like this was going to be a train wreck and then you know there was some some more promotional material that came out and then the finally unveiling of of what sonic looked like and he just looked like a monster like it was so um like off-putting just so much about everything into that design like there wasn't one good bit of design in his whole character uh like look that i found likable or appealing um and so i have to commend uh paramount and you know all the studios that were involved for going back to the drawing board and, and fixing his look, because I really think they did a good job. But aside from that, like I, I, I think that the, um, the, the performances by Jim Carrey, like Diego, like you said, he was, man, he really put forth 
everything, it seemed like there was bits of so many different characters that he pulled from in this movie. Like, I even got, like, some cable guy in certain uh, scenes, like, when he showed up to um, to uh, Thomas's house uh, looking for Sonic that first time. And he's, like, doing this really weird, like, dark thing. It, it, it seems so much like Cable Guy in that scene. Um, and I, I had a lot of fun with Jim Carrey. And I, I liked his spin on Robotnik. I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, and a lot of the supporting characters were great as well. Uh, the, 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 the lady's sister was funny uh, in the latter half of the movie. Oh, um, I, God. Just, I'm going to have to stop just, you right there. I hated her. <laughs> Fucking hated her. You're supposed to hate her, but she no, she had no scene, relevance. She, she had one one line that I thought was really <laughs> funny because I totally get it. Where her daughter is like running around the house and saying like "gotta go fast," and she's like, told her daughter like, "Well, just put on my Fitbit that way, I can get my steps." I thought that scene was like uh, pretty good. That was that was hilarious. But <laughs> she um, hurt me. There was the, okay. The thing that was I think that was good about it is that. A lot of the supporting cast had some comedic parts, so it wasn't just Jim Carrey and Sonic like carrying uh, the movie. There was <laughs> carrying, <laughs> right? You get it, but um, yeah. So I I really enjoyed it overall. Like I I think probably a good four out of five for me. Scotty, you wanted to go last, so don't disappoint. I don't understand. Hold on. Hold on, uh, hold on. The guy with the pre-order tickets is reluctant to fucking talk about the film. Like, this is, yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm, sa- well, I'm savoring these tears just for one <laughs> Cartman style, you know? Sipping on Sonic tears. Oh, I was never excited for this. I, I was I was the one that was painfully discussing it as it continued uh, to break news and whatever, all that stuff. I... I did not like this movie. It's just another CG buddy film. Uh, it barely felt like Sonic. Michael Bay, if he's taught me anything, just to accept it as fan fiction, and that's fine. Um, Sonic was like Deadpool for children, and I was ready to mute him halfway through. I understood him talking to himself in the beginning when he's by himself, but not when everyone else is around and every five seconds it's a reference to something. Uh, I- I'm going to try to sum up because I don't want to rant for another hour and a half. I saw it a second time because I did not understand why everyone enjoyed it so much. So I went to see it a second time, and with uh, maybe my expectations were a little too high. I didn't think it was funny. Uh, I didn't. Jim Carrey was in it. He was great. He was fun. Um, I didn't think it felt like a Sonic movie until the credits rolled because there were the post-credits stuff, and we'll get into spoilers later. But, like, Sonic was borderline insufferable, in my opinion. The sister-in-law made no sense. I went to the bathroom once and came back, and I asked my girlfriend, was she introduced earlier? Like, is there a reason she hates him? She's like, no, she just hates him and spelled out the word divorce for some reason. And the... Uh, let me see here. Hold on one second. Uh, the deputy sounded like T.J. Miller, which was pretty cringy. Um, the bucket list in the bar, I don't I don't get it. I felt that could have been done better if it was like an ongoing joke of Sonic just being an asshole and saying like, ah, bucket list. You know, getting away with that stuff could have been funny. Um, 
I just didn't Look, think Scotty, he was funny. Scotty, hold on. In a perfect world, Taika Waititi would have directed this, and they would have gone on a worldwide I... tour where he's carrying him around. It would have been over the top. I just yeah. think like this movie is is below a Paddington, above a Casper, and right next to an Adams Family's values, and like. Just like in a, I mean, dude. One day, Scotty, you're gonna ha- you're gonna work on something. You're gonna put sweat and tears into something that you know ain't perfect, and you're gonna spend two years on it. And it might be Mega Visions issue nine, and like, <laughs> and people are gonna be like, "Fucking not worth the wait. Not the greatest magazine ever made. Fuck this shit." You know what I mean? And you're just gonna be like, "Come on, folks. Like, we we know there's a lot of quality stuff in there. Like, who cares about magazines? Fuck it. You know? So like, I don't know, dude. You know, like." This this is no like come on man like this is no Assassin's Creed, you know what I mean like no, that was like was. what 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 the fuck was that movie This is I just think Scotty you don't have kids or a nephew or something like you take them to this right. people in there were having a great time and no that humor is like Americanized producer like you know bottom of the barrel like okay I get it they throw those typical jokes in but if that's a price I got to pay to walk into a theater and see the fucking Sega logo and the hyper potions music you played and Sonic actually be treated well like I mean like you know they you know they're going to get better you could tell that they Sega logo is dope from, yeah. they learned this from this film as they made it I I really believe and I think that if anything can be taken away from this podcast if the Sega and Paramount could just pull Scotty's quote, it's Deadpool for kids, that that right there would give us another 30 million this weekend. Like, I, <laughs> we'll cut it out. <laughs> yeah. I like the Sega logo. I liked, um, I actually like Ben Schwartz a lot more. I didn't know too much about him, but the press work and the stuff he's done with like speedrunners and interviews and things, I like I him and I appreciate that, his, that he's like actually a gamer and actually a, a nerd at heart. So he, uh, was definitely the right guy to do this. And yeah, I love that Hyper Potions song Friends was in it. That was really dope. Um, I just didn't enjoy it. And, and you know, I wanted to give it a second chance, and I, I still didn't enjoy it. So I, so I, I, it's, not a, it's not a bad movie, but I just didn't care. Like, I, it was, I don't know. It wasn't anything special to me. Don't act like you didn't enjoy Crazy. No, he was a fucking waste of time. Come on, like they managed that. That's like a very groundhog. All those, all the town, like goofy people were like very groundhog day ish, you know? Like that's that's There was so many. Oh, yeah, no. I appreciate the references for sure, left and right. Um, The. I thought they could have captured the small town atmosphere better, like even if they just followed him around in a, a, a morning or a day of his life. Because it didn't feel like he was leaving anything. And I, I love think... that they taught kids to not go anywhere. Like, don't follow your aspirations. Find a small town and just settle as soon as you can. Don't follow your dreams, children. You just settle in life. That's what we all do. Um, That's what Tom whatever but... taught me. I think I think there's um, there was a uh, uh, some Stage deleted man. scenes that did exactly that, uh, Scotty. Because on the have. second time I watched it, um, the scene you remember it, it was that opening scene with Tom when he gets called out. Uh, he he gets called back to town because there's like a uh, a goose that stole a donut or whatever. Um, yeah. In the in the next scene, he goes to his house, and that's when we are introduced to his wife. If you look, his uniform is like all dirty, um, and there's no reason for that because it never showed us. Because in the previous scene, he was it was mm. fine. And so what I think ended up happening is there's a deleted scene of him going into town and fighting this goose for over a donut, and like you know something happens, and he 
falls into some mud or something and it gets all dirty and yeah, then comes home. Yeah, I mean, that would make more sense. Like, I mean, you've started watching Twin Peaks. They, granted, they have, you know, multiple episodes, obviously, to capture a small town, but they introduce you to that small town in the span of, like, 15 minutes. They could have done that in five minutes here of just introducing each of those characters that show up at the end uh, in the, in, uh, you know, town I get square it, or but I think they wanted to, like, hurry up and introduce Sonic. And, and this movie's about Sonic, not about, really, the small town people i guess but um i get i get where you're coming from uh but I, 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 all i heard chris was release the snyder cut of sonic the hedgehog that's all you start talking deleted scenes and then i start conspiracy theories on reddit q and pages and that's how Can it we goes call it the sanic cut <laughs> oh that'll happen the, the blu-ray oh, the, will be the riddled miles with memes. Power cut right oh yeah. god deep cuts do you think so, do you think that we it, it, on the blu-ray version though do you think there's going to be an option to switch back and forth between the original design of sonic and the new one probably Could that be not. possible i'm that pretty would be, sure they awesome be? didn't they say it was only the trailer that they had done in that in that uh, form or whatever that's too bad that's it'd be great weird. if it was just the rig with eyeballs and floating teeth and all the kids vomited you know they're like <laughs> if, cause no. if that's a, that, that can't be true because if that's the case like why would it have cost so much money to go back and redesign like sonic like if, if they hadn't done more like final animation or anything like that it was probably more editing around the image that was going to go there. I don't know. I'm, Sketch could probably tell us more about that than I could ever yeah. figure out. But Well, look, it's not just the design of in the movie, in the film. There's licensing that has to be taken account of how many things were made. That just Who's responsible for that? If they change everything, who's going to eat the cost? That could have been wrapped into the budget. you know. So it could have been like $6 million to fix the problem, but that extra $26 million could have come in uh, marketing and merchandise and everything else that was based around that original campaign, as well as the the shifting from November to March, which cost them, you know, there's theater spaces get booked a year or two, two years in advance. So look, guys, there's just, there's, it's all, it's Hollywood's known for fucked up accounting for a reason. So, you know, uh, one thing I could say about this movie that I appreciated was how incredibly low stakes it was. It wasn't Sonic saving the world. Mm-hmm. Like Robotnik had the, you know, you could have had the blue device and, you know, he's taking the energy and he's going to make a Sonic generator and, and everyone's going to turn into fucking hogs and shit. You know, like just like it was just, he just needs to get his rings. And, and look, I get, you know, there's some things where you're like, they're milking that for time. But like, I was just like, you know, I'm having fun. So fuck it. You know, like, like, this is one of those times, man, where this easily, if you had rented a Blockbuster video, you would be like, you know, I had fun. Hmm. Hmm. You know, like disgruntled gamer in the 90s could have like, like when you can consider like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and all those films that came out back then, this is way better and all that. Like, so it's just, it's not a Paddington. I'm not, I'm not saying it's fucking like 100% Tomatometer style movie, but dude, you could take your whole family, you could have a great time. And I just can't believe... You know, kids were cheering for fucking. Like, when can we get to spoilers? Um, we just say spoilers. Can say now? Things? You can say it in spoilers, all right? Like, mm, okay. See, work. we can just go right to spoilers. Okay, right? this is when we're gonna go to spoilers. All right, let me start it with a positive thing. There was a kid. The second time we saw it, apparently no one in the second theater we saw it at has ever seen a Marvel movie because everyone just immediately got up and started leaving. But then (laughs) when the mid-credit sequence kicked in, one kid threw his hands in the air and he said, yes, when when 
Everybody say it together. Who popped up? Knuckles. Yeah, Knuckles the fox. <laughs> no, when Tails That's popped up, one deals. one kid definitely yelled out, "Yeah!" and that was that was cool. Okay. Yeah, um, there was a huge pop for the uh, Tails scene uh, in our theater, too. It wasn't a very full theater, but crowd got into it at uh, different points. And uh, that just made me la- actually laugh out loud because it was so unexpected. It's the part where, like, uh, the kid gives, like, you know, Sonic his shoes. And there's, like, this kid sitting in the row in front of us who just goes, like, for fuck's sake. It's just a oh, kid voice. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, that just that made me laugh out loud. Uh, what I wanted to say, as far as the idea of switching back and forth, what would be neat is if they did take the footage they did have, like for the trailer, and like have it, you could switch back and forth or side by side those. That would be a pretty neat thing. Mm-hmm. And something I brought up on the uh, Discord before is, uh, I'm I'm curious, at any of the theaters you guys went to, were there 3D showings? No, no. And we again, accidentally I, got tickets could... for a Dolby one, but no. And that could be because yeah. of the re-render. It takes they can't do it in six months. They they've learned their lessons on that. Like it takes a year to do a conversion. So Exactly. Yeah. And I found that interesting because like whether we want it or not, Hollywood can't get enough of shoving three D down our throats. Hey, hey, I oh, love boy. it right down my throat. Just, <laughs> just, just just fill it up in there, buddy. You know, two more and all over his face. Two more Morty. Three <laughs> D for everybody. Three D forever. Three D Bukaki. Over at Sketchcraft's place. Never, nevertheless, though, I'm I'm wondering though if there is uh, footage left on the cutting room floor. If they don't have a 3D version, do you think maybe, like, given how well the movie is doing, they might try to do like another limited re-release, like uh, some of those other movies, like the Marvel ones have done lately? Maybe something in 3D. Hmm. Uh, they're not going to re-release this in theaters in 3D. It just doesn't. There's not enough of a market. Their 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 take would have been the first weekend. So. Um, I, I could see a situation where perhaps in the European markets it gets released in 3D on Blu-ray, which is where I have to get all my 3D Blu-rays these days. Uh, they're like Amazon UK and, and Amazon Germany and, and Amazon Italy. So, But it's not going to be really re-released in the theaters, and it's not going to happen. Just wondering. I mean, you know, again, it's it's something that we've been seeing, like, you know, in limited in varying ways. There was the day, there was the... Uh, Avengers thing? Did they do one for Spider Man? I forget. But yeah, they re-release. It, like, yeah, they, they, they'll, they'll like do it for like you know a few days or something. Uh, Far from Did... home. No, they had the additional little go to see the additional thing at the end. Oh, push for Far game. From Home. Yeah. Okay, it, it was one. It was like, and yeah. it must. It was one of the Avengers, and they did like you know the uh, Deadpool Christmas thing. Just at, you know, like really limited engagement stuff. But if they do do thing for like whatever i mean you know that would be like a used to get people back some uh additional scenes maybe uh we probably should point out that uh it did break the box office record for a video game movie so uh-huh. it, it beat the mm-hmm. uh, the previous uh i guess uh king of the hill that was detective pikachu and so it earned 57 million domestically and over 100 million uh, worldwide, uh, which Scotty's is... like, whoop it is. Sure. I, I think that might be the most surprising thing um, of the entire movie and everything for me because I, I wasn't expecting it to do that well. It probably also was the fact that, I mean, there wasn't really any big releases that it was competing against. Uh, so that certainly helped. Uh, so, you know what? If you really think about it, like, 
the whole redesign might have been a, a blessing in disguise because um, had they you know released uh, when it was originally supposed to, I, I don't remember what it was set up against originally, but it may not have done nearly as well um, because they just didn't have a whole lot of competition. So um, from that standpoint, uh, that could have really, really helped it. Um, but aside from that, um, I thought that, uh, they just did a, a really interesting way of, of implementing and, or integrating the rings into the whole kind of mythos and stuff. So, uh, you know, like Sonic could throw his rings and that's how he kind of traversed from different universes or different planets and stuff. That's I thought actually that was pretty neat. New. Well, I mean, it's it's not necessarily what they it's used for in in the game. It, well, it may have been introduced, but you know, obviously, Sonic collects rings, and if he gets hurt, the rings pop out of his body. They obviously couldn't do something like that. They they made something that made a little bit more sense. Yes, it was kind of mystical or whatever, but um, I liked how they they integrated that into the movie. I thought that um, was a nice touch. Two things to that point. One, apparently people have been kind of paying attention to, like, you know, Sonic, like, he'd have his rings, he'd get hit, they'd scatter, like, you know, like, when he had to go pick them up, like, during the battle with Robotnik. And apparently it was, like, after he was without his rings, like, you know, like, when he uh, stayed down at that one part. Yeah. So, interesting incorporation of it there. But as for the ring thing, it's actually uh, been around and, like, at very least dates back uh, to the Archie comics. I'm not sure if it's been used elsewhere since, but they also have, like, warp rings there. There was actually one character who was really cool who actually had a whole bunch of them, and he'd use them in his fighting. So, it's like, he'd basically, like, use it to make a portal, and, like, you know, you could, like, punch somebody, like, somewhere else, like, you know, with it during battle. It was uh, really cool. It'd yeah. be awesome if we got to see something like that in one of the movies. Oh my god, I just thought of that. <laughs> um, I mean, the first game, you jump into a big one and it warps you to the bonus stages. Yeah, that too. It, that's what it's based on, and they just call them warp rings in the, uh, in the comics. There was also like, um, in the Sonic Mania intro, how you could, um, like how Tyson would draw like different rings with different areas. I think that's what people were pointing out. Like, if you go back to watch the Sonic Mania intro, you would see yeah. that. And I thought that was pretty interesting. But um, I, I I really thought it was neat, the scene, uh, it, very early in the movie, where it, it's kind of giving the audience, like, Sonic's origin. We see baby Sonic uh, running, um, and then it's, it's weird because... Uh, he, we're introduced to this owl who's like his his like uh motherly figure who's who's raising him Longclaw, um, long claw right um and so she's, she, she's yes that was that was her name but she's she's trying to tell him like he, he has to keep his powers like secret uh because there's people that are going to want to try to like um come after him and use it to i guess their advantage um and him, he's a little kid. He doesn't know any better, so he's like running all through um, the island, and a pack of like uh, tribal echidnas follow him and start attacking them with like bow and arrows and stuff. So I thought it was just really neat that we got to see echidnas in the movie. What did you guys think of that the whole scene? That was pretty cool, and uh, with the echidnas, and um, I think was it Mister Haru who brought it up in the uh, spoilers Discord? Kid who brought it up movie spoilers discord i think it was mr haru uh about like people cut the uh owl mother for sonic is uh up it was like from uh stay sonic 
like kind of an obscure book from the UK. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm like just really impressed they went that deep with the uh, references. And uh, the Echidna thing was like really great too. Yeah, no, that was that was neat. So obviously, like the big, uh, the big kind of setup at the end, uh, which Scotty you you referenced earlier was that um, I guess like we we left with the the movie leaves us with um, Robotnik. He gets transported to like I guess Mushroom Zone or whatever. I don't know, like this Mushroom Planet, um, and and he's kind of uh, he's trying to get uh, to Earth, and he has one of sonic's electrical quills that can power uh his ship apparently and so it looks like he's kind of scavenging what is left of his ship and is gonna build some sort of device i guess um but then the movie ends and then we get that uh you know like well mid-credit scene i like how they did that or what they did it mm. They had a good uh, switcheroo there because it ends with uh, Robotnik getting tossed in the Mushroom Hill Zone or whatever, making fun of the Mushroom Kingdom. I don't know, whatever. But um, and you just assume, oh, that's the end. He's crazy. He's losing his mind. He's talking to his his own Wilson, essentially. And uh, then you know, credits roll, and then another ring pops up, and for a split second, you're like, oh, here comes Robotnik. That's not surprising, but it's not Robotnik. It was Tails. What does he say at the end? He says something. He's got to find Sonic or something. He basically is like finally like found uh, Sonic. He hopes he's not too late. You can actually find the clip on YouTube, believe it or not. It's yeah, like I saw that. It was, that's not shocking at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, he says like found him. He's here or something like that. What would you guys like to see? Uh, or is that a question? I don't want to. Is that, is that a mailbag question? Like probably a sequel talk. Yep. Okay. So. Um, I don't know. Maybe you, you guys want to get into the the, the mail sack and, and read some. Uh, Can I ask questions? one question right quick? Sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. So since you guys went to see it a second time, did you take a good look at the uh, map that uh, that Sonic was looking at when he was plotting it, like where to go next? I that's, took a picture of it. Yeah, that's going to lead into one of the actually questions we got here. Actually, questions. Oh, okay. Well, but I, on, the then. second time around, I only knew to look at it from what some people said. So shall I open her up? Let's do it. Let's get that mail sack out. Yeah. One of these days I'm going to get my beard caught in it. Um, so we asked everybody what their thoughts were, if they had any questions about it on the old Instagram. We got, um, I hope I say this right, Blast Bit Metal Drumming. It's a good name. Um What's your take on the mushroom area shown in the movie? Mushroom Hill Zone or a reference to Mario? I don't think about the Mushroom Kingdom until someone brought it up on Reddit. So what do you guys think? Was it a jab right, at them? It's on a crossover confirmed. Yeah, that, that there it is. That's all it is. <laughs> They're still setting up the Smash Universe now. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I am inclined to say it is not the Mushroom Hill Zone because it's on another planet. Or at least I would be, except that Green, quote-unquote Green Hill and Hilltop and the other associated references are on Earth, so ergo, that doesn't necessarily have to matter. So I'm going to say say it's probably Mushroom Hill. Yeah, I don't know. I would say, like, I would say, honestly, uh, uh, David, you're giving them too much credit for thinking ahead. Like, I don't think they thought that they're going to have a multiverse or anything, so I think they just literally, like, if this movie 
doesn't do well, let's get all these references in. Re- references in, you know what I mean? So they probably weren't thinking that far ahead. That like, oh, if Hilltop's here, then that can't be another planet because then Hilltop should be another planet, but in another universe. Like I think it was just. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. Uh, basically, just. The Green Hill. Green Hill is not on Sonic's planet. Ergo, Mushroom Hill doesn't have to be on Sonic's planet. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's I might have misheard you. Okay. No, I, I get you. I'm I'm with you on that, Scotty. I don't I don't think that they're necessarily like looking at uh, it and be like, let's bring this Sonic Zone from the video games into to this. I think it's just a maybe they got the inspiration from from that, but it doesn't look anything like it in the, in the game. You know, like it, 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 it looks completely like two separate things, and so um, I, I just think it's another thing entirely. I don't think they're referencing <laughs> Mario or, or the actual literal, yeah, zone from the video game either. I think they've there's, played there's it so many played. cuts and references. It's hard mm-hmm. to say that it's not, but I don't think it's a reference to Mario. I think maybe uh, Sonic's like disdain for mushroom dab. Maybe uh, I do hope. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, we hear a mad Eggman like in the sequel, like you know, uh, like you know, going through like you know uh, mushrooms and like you know worlds. I mean, a mustached man in red, like you know, saying something like you know, going like I had to go through eight worlds to get here. There's not even a princess or something. I don't. Know. Maybe that's how Robotnik like finally goes crazy that he just is like eating shrooms the entire time and he's, like. <laughs> tripping balls and everything i did see a, a really interesting uh interview um with jim carrey uh it looked like a press junket type of thing so you know um how kind of those go but they asked him is like you know like you didn't you know like your character robotnik like his he's supposed to be big and fat um like an egg or whatever and you know like you're you're not really that so what's going on there and his response was that like we have plans for how that's going to kind of get integrated with into the character. So if we have a sequel, you'll see some of that. So there are plans um, to make his character like more rotund, like we see him, you know, in the, the video games, the comics and everything else. Like that's the Robotnik we know of. He's, he's, he's kind of big and fat. So um, they have plans for that. So I don't know if that's going to, you know, kind of be taking place in the mushroom like he gets world or eating mushrooms that's right <laughs> maybe he does so um there it does seem to be like there there is some forethought going on there i mean according to to jim carrey like they are taking some stuff into account and looking into the future to, to a, a potential sequel so who knows backing up to the map for a second so you guys saw the sega saturn logo on there right at the top of the map yeah yeah that was i just <laughs> I love that. That's just the kind of deep cut I love. That's that's how you can tell they, you know, these guys know what they're doing. Yeah, they did a good job just, like, doing a lot, you know, giving some fan service there. Um, I did notice it looked like Sonic's bed was the same red sports car from the um, Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transform games. Mm-hmm. Um, Except his car is blue there. Back me up it? on this, David. This That was from Archie, right? He does have a race car bed in Archie, possibly some other stuff, but definitely Archie, and I think it is red there. Yeah. Oh, he does have a blue car. Son of a bitch. You're right. Um, well, 
There goes that. <laughs> I, I could have sworn. I, 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 You're design, probably thinking I like, of Sonic Drift. I don't know, maybe. But um, there was. I, I kept. I, I kept hoping that, like, there were the scenes in his uh, cave and in his room later on that uh, um, you'd see some more. Like, I was. I was looking for like maybe a Dreamcast, or, like a Genesis, or something like that. But it didn't really seem like they, they did anything like that. At least I didn't. I didn't see anything. I haven't. I seen was anything surprised online. that one scene. Uh, the 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 car chase. Uh, one portion of it anyway, when there's a van full of a family. I know what you're going to say, because I, I, I thought really, the same thing. Yeah, I thought, I, I, I like squinted to see, like, are they playing a Game Gear? It would make no sense if those kids were fighting over a Game Gear, but is that a Game Gear? And it, I think it was just a tablet or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, what were we but I love that they got us to look. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, but that, I mean, we may as well go into the next question, uh, which is um, Stephen T on Facebook asked, what was or were your favorite Easter eggs? And I'll say mine real quick since uh, David already mentioned it. I dug the Saturn logo at the top of the map. I tried to look for others, but I was, I mean, I'm sure there's a, a BuzzFeed of 32 things you didn't see in this movie. Bow, 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 smash that like. <laughs> uh, sketch, did you, uh, were there any... Uh, Easter eggs that you you saw that kind of oh the bar fight yeah that's that's the Easter egg for me everyone remembers that infamous uh, Sonic bar fight game right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. you mean Mania like <laughs> Japan you know it was it was minor uh, it's probably funded by the Yakuza or something like but that was it for me I mean you're talking about uh, the uh, saloon zone from uh, Mania right they, they there you go there you yep. go that's yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Diddy chili dogs. Only missed opportunity was getting not getting like Kalinsky or Yuji. Not it would have been funny to have like a group of like Sega developers pull up into a van and do some really bad '90s racial stereotype where they're all like got cameras and shit. You know what I mean? Like like the end of the Mario movie. Right, 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 right. right. Oh, wow. So like, you know, <laughs> forgot about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, look, there's some some Samba de Amigo style maracas up in his room and shit. I thought that was kind of cool, you know, like if you notice. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then, hmm, I mean, look, man, dude, I I don't I don't. And someone was complaining. There's a lot of fan service in the movie, and I'm like, first off, there isn't as <laughs> there isn't one. There isn't as much as you think. And <clears> so if they didn't put. Like, fucking put anything you would have been like it's not a sonic movie without all the fucking you know what i mean like i don't i don't know man dude like i grew up in a world where masters of the universe look it was a movie that started off in a mythical world comes to earth fucking horrible you know what i mean like god it fuck has it. Its... no it doesn't have its charm like i threw it in went to burger king i got a prince adam pink belt buckle like it, dude they had these fucking like prince adam with that that prince valiant haircut of his it was solid pink he was supposed to put on your shoes i'm, I'm gonna get the shit kicked out of me <laughs> with this fucking toy like <laughs> like I, uh, I, that I, I, I was the day i was done with he-man like i'm out i'm out the he-man game so well, wore it. <laughs> i think the best easter egg for me was just seeing that opening logo and then going right into the hyper potions music my only real gripe with the film as it exists now is I you could have cut out the song at the end credits and just reran the hyper potion song. Like I just like that that hyper potion song so fucking awesome. You know? You're not down with Wiz Khalifa? I don't even know who fucking is. <laughs> I, you can't go so you don't like rap. No, I, mean, I, I only, like rap. I, only I just do because he's from my hometown. That's all. 
Yeah, I mean, like, or even a Michael Jackson tune would have been great because, you know, the whole Sonic 3 thing, you know, like, that would have been awesome. I don't think we need to dig that hole in. If we can get, no, we can dig it. I'm going to start right now. If we can get to, I'll start the hole. If we can get to a third Sonic film and they can, this whole soundtrack can be done by the late Michael Jackson, wouldn't that just be fucking amazing, right? Like, (laughs) there has to be a way to. Sonic game released again because Michael. Sonic Jam, dude. Jackson. Sonic, right? Sonic Jam. <laughs> yeah. Right? So Sonic the Hedgehog, then call it Sonic uh, Sonic Returns, and then Sonic Jam will be the third one. Then we can get that Jam song from Michael Jackson. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Diego, <laughs> save us from this. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm going to have to. Did you find I'm going to have to piggyback with. Uh, oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, did you uh, see any uh, Easter eggs that we haven't already pointed out? No, I'm going to have to piggyback with Sketch and say the Sega logo at the beginning because it was after the Paramount logo came up with all the rings. I thought that was pretty cool. And then mm-hmm. it's just Sonic. And, but when it started zooming out, people were still talking. And, you know, when yeah. it was dying down, and I just, just started, like, naming all the different games that were popping out. I was like, oh, there's Yakuza. There's Jet Set Radio. There's Valkyrie Chronicles. Golden Axe, uh, I think, was there. Golden, I think there's yeah. Golden Axe. Um, yeah, I mean, did you ever think you were going to see that in the theater? No, like, no, no. No, I was like just that? like... like Ever, I mean, and then and then at the end of the film, when the the little green hill, the little Sonic thing comes back as a piano like tune, dude, that was oh, yeah, awesome that too. Was right? awesome. Yeah, that was great. I mean, they used the Sega logo in one of the trailers, so I expected it would be in the theaters, but long term, well, I wasn't expecting it. But they slowed it down for the actual movie, so that was cool that it wasn't because yeah. it was a, it was just a, a flash in the pan on the trailer. I remember the logo thing. I yeah, also, uh, I screamed the Sega sound too when I, I did that too. Did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was hoping someone would just say Sega with me, but no one did. <laughs> I, I did it. I was there doing it. I, so. did. <laughs> I guarantee you, people were smirking though when they heard you. Yeah. Um, and then, I guess my uh, other favorite. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I guess my other favorite Easter egg would be like when they were in the hotel. You just see Sonic in the corner, just like his sprite when he's about to like fall off the edge. The balancing animation. Oh, did that happen? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he. That was just like a nice little thing I saw. It was the um one one that I noticed. Screw your was... fan service. This sucks. <laughs> sucks. 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 Yeah, fan everything, service. Everything sucks. <laughs> Unfortunately, notice... with anime, I think a fan service is a completely different term now. Ugh. Womp womp. Okay, yeah. well, uh, no one else here wants anime. All right, cool. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> Scotty no, and Robert say... Kraft. Uh. Did you guys notice um the one scene with Jim Carrey like in? Uh, van or trailer, whatever that thing was. Um, when he goes to turn back the uh, uh, flip the, the breakers, yeah, mm-hmm. turn the power back on. There was the the one that says "Bad Nicks." Um, I saw that. It listed that. Yeah. Those, I mean, they weren't trying to say that his drones were the bad Nicks, right? I like, think that was the uh, implication. I don't know. I mean, pretty much any robot made by uh, Eggman that he pilots a bad Nick, as far as I know. Yeah, so I, I that's kind of what I assumed, but they never named them. He never used that term, like, in the movie. Um, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The, the entire design of the film came from Blur Studios, Tim Miller's company, right? Director of Deadpool, fucking Terminator film, Dark Fate. Mm-hmm. Um, and all that other design work was done in conjunction with that human and realistic-looking fucking Sonic, which is why everything's so fucking realistic. Except for that opening sequence, which I guarantee you was an after-the-fact measure. Like, we got it in there, so it's there. Like, they probably did a test screen or some shit. Or maybe they always plan on just showing it for, like, two seconds and that being the end of it. But um, but 
the bad Nick thing on the thing is just a way to say that, oh, that it is. But, you know, that's that that fucking typical American studio. We got to redesign some shit like on He-Man that will go away with the second film, like guarantee. I, I, I know where you're coming from on that. And I see I personally see it kind of different because it, this is like Robotnik from our world at this point in time. His big thing is supposed to be creating all these different drones. It's kind of here familiar. I think as he's becoming more unhinged and on alien worlds and whatnot, we'd like more likely see stuff like what we would expect in the games. I think. I think you're an incredibly that. nice person. Like that. You 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 are a good person. One yeah, one I, thing I, one thing I wanted to also talk about really quickly is um, you know, there has been talk about like why didn't get a sonic the movie the game um which probably would be a terrible idea <laughs> but um if if they made a game though that looked like straight out of that last like um like the the ending credits that whole like 2d classic style like pixel art i think that would be really awesome like if you had the guys that did sonic mania do something like that um that's like a more updated you know like beyond 16-bit style of a 2d sonic uh i think that could potentially work like i thought the pixel art in that was really really good i've heard that some people have been like crapping on it online but i thought that it was really really good people should go fucking watch that warcraft movie again get back to me you know what i mean fucking scotty love the warcraft movie Um, as much as i love war to warcraft that i play all the time (laughs) i got something i want to add here as soon as back can you guys hear me okay yep okay um stuff i did want to throw out uh some familiar stuff like you guys played sonic forces right Mm -hmm. yeah autobugs kind of had a more like drab generic kind of look there that isn't entirely out of line with what uh carrie's robotnik is i'm not saying there's any association i'm just saying it's not necessarily off brand at this point but then i mean that's just where sonic team has been um as far as uh, like other Easter eggs and stuff, though, there's two that I don't know are Easter eggs, but they are definitely something fans I think would appreciate. One, do does anybody here know who Gary Chalk is? I don't. Oh yeah, he's a voice actor who uh, probably one of his best known roles is uh, from Beast Wars and other versions of Optimus Prime. Uh, he was also Doctor Robotnik in Sonic Underground and Grounder in Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. And he has a bit in the, uh, like, you know, where the military is convening. He's one of the guys there. You can, de- if you know what he sounds like, you can definitely pick out his voice there. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, you mean like the round table thing? Yeah. Yeah. Where they're trying to figure out what to do. And it's like, oh, you don't mean him. Like, he's not the one who says yeah, that. Yeah, he's from Battlestar Galactica. Right on. Uh, I, I, I wasn't aware of that one, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other thing, and I, I, I don't know if this is a reference or just a, weird coincidence but you guys remember the uh what um what's his name wachowski you remember his uh like uh first and middle name right it was like what thomas michael or something like that yeah possibly a reference to tom kalinsky and michael katz that's a reference that Kathy turner movie what was that wachowski t yeah remember she was the she was a private eye, Kathleen. <laughs> I, I, I just the to- just Tom Michael is. It's an interesting coincidence if it's not deliberate. Is the thing there? So 
Mm, <laughs> I think you're reaching. But I appreciate. I appreciate. <laughs> I think you're an incredibly attitude. nice person. I wish I, I, I wish I shared that level of enthusiasm for the universe. Oh, thank you. So on to the Discord. Um, unless anybody has any other Easter eggs that they are dying to talk about. I think we're good. Cool. Um, in the Discord, Mr. Haru said, You already know I love the movie, but I genuinely want to know where you think the sequel will be going. We know that the world of Sonic wasn't in the first movie much because of budget or whatever, but <clears throat> excuse me, with Sonic in our world, how do you see the sequel handling the story, especially because of that credit scene? So he did... Uh, well, I, I'd well, like well. To, yeah, I was going to say thank you to him for not spoiling it in our Discord. I'm Honestly, thanks to everyone that answered and uh, commented on stuff, I'm surprised that no one just blurted out, like, Tails is in it, Tails is in it, or anything, as soon as I, <laughs> like, put out requests for questions. So um, I'll say my quick piece, and, and then we'll, we'll go around. Uh, I, I don't have much to say, because I, I think it could go one of two ways. One, Tails and Sonic are palling around for whatever reason in the real world, or Tails takes Sonic back. There's very little of actually planet Earth, and they go back and, like, find robotic somehow or he finds them and so it's more maybe it'll be all like cg and jim carrey is the only real person in it there's no reason why james marsden and his wife need to be in this correct they're not going anywhere yeah yeah there's there's no reason zero zero percent the next movie needs to completely be like sonic's universe and and jim carrey with ezra botnik like focus on that that's how the story moves forward leave earth behind um i I 100 agree with that the movie did not end the way because I thought Robotnik and Sonic were going to end up Sonic's world from the beginning, and that didn't happen. So that kind of changes what to expect from the sequel for me, which I expect 50-50 our world versus Sonic's world since Tails is here. I would probably increase the percentage we could expect to see our world the final battle or something. Maybe they end up going like you know to Sonic's world at the end, cliffhanger make their money and if enough comes in, maybe they do a sequel that's focused on Sonic's world. Maybe. I think this is a tremendous opportunity for them to team up with Ubisoft because this, this, uh, Uh this film (laughs) takes place in Montana, right? So I think that Tom and his wife can deal with some militia members. We ourselves. That's what I'm talking about. Folks. Far cry (laughs) Sonic Two. Far Cry from Home. You know what I'm saying? Like far that's cry what from I, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Far Cry from Home. And they and then some of those militia Nazi dudes end up in Sonic's world. You know what I mean? And then Robot or the Mushroom Planet and then Robotnik turns all them into little fucking, you know, badniks or or alt right nicks, whatever you want to call them. Oh my days. god. <laughs> no. Q nicks. Like I don't know, man. Whatever oh, the Jesus. Fuck I'm not I'm I mean, not if Watch Dogs comes in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See there you go, there you go, there you go. And uh I'm sorry. Yeah, and then <laughs> And I think the uh, the watcher of the universe, don't encourage him, Scotty. Seaman could be the one who travels no. between worlds. You know what I mean? And like he, yeah, you know, he's like bringing them together and shit. Like there's there's just so many opportunities here <laughs> to be had. Oh god! When, when you said yeah, Ubisoft initiative, oh no! When you said Ubisoft, I thought Rayman, but then I thought Rabbits, and I'm just like, ah, I don't like any of my own ideas. Or they <laughs> can, or they can go on vacation. And they can fight off uh, vampires that are trying to invade their cabin home, and we can reanimate Data Plato, right, using that deepfake technology. Oh God! And we got ourselves a nice Sonic Two Night Trap, right? You know what I mean? Like, and then oh, and then we that. can tie it in with knights, and knights are there too, right? Somehow, sure. I don't know how yeah, but yeah, they can fly through the rings and shit. I mean, hey, fly through the rings. That that's the fucking oh, thing the knights do, right? They fly through the rings <sighs> into dreams and shit. The rings are in the dreams. 
Ring Dreams, right? Like, yeah, yep. that's what I'm talking about. Ethan Embry is the voice of the what's the Knights character? Knights thing? The the fuck? What is that thing? Knights <laughs> is just <laughs> called Knights. Knights. Ethan Embry is the Knights. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. he's my Knights. Dream. I mean, he's I my. I could do dream. this all Damn day, it. folks. You want to? You want to just? Put the fuck <laughs> there you go. Save us again. I could see them going both. Okay. I can if I wanted. To, I can probably see them going through both worlds, or unless they Sonic exit and they just drop Tom into Sonic's world, like how they did Chris. They just dropped him in the third season with Sonic and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you mean Chris from Sonic X? Yeah, Chris Thorndike. Chris Thorndike. Okay. Yeah. That's the only the one kids, I've not, yeah. yeah, that's the only series I've not no, seen. That, so Chris. I was going to say, see you, Chris. <laughs> oh, man. I'm gone the third season. I like Tom a lot more than Chris. Actually, Chris was okay in season three, but that was because he'd, like, grown up, like, by that point. Oh, yeah, he I didn't even you, but... Chris. I'm like, fuck, yeah. dude. I, I, I said he was the nicest guy I've ever met, and then, you know, just throw some fucking shade. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, no, I could just see them going 50-50 if they wanted to, but uh, with Tails, I don't know what they're going to do with Tails. Is he actually going to just bring him back into Sonic's world? But uh, I don't know. Well, one thing... Oh, sorry. No, no, you go on. Just one thing I am definitely really looking forward to at this point, and I hope they manage to get to it because I'm sure they must have some kind of plan for it. Metal Sonic. That's what I thought they were going to do at the beginning. That's like, what I literally thought they were going to do. Eggman was going to do at the beginning because when he got his quill and he yeah. says, like, my metal friend, I thought, oh, shit, they're going to have Metal Sonic in here. I thought that's what was going to happen, but it didn't. So I was just like, oh, okay. I, I love the idea of a Metal Sonic being powered by one of Sonic's own quills. That kind of almost calls back to the uh, anime uh, OVA, like where they, like, you know, scanned his DNA for Metal Sonic. They got his but, life data. Yeah, but no, I mean, this just taking one of those quills that, like, you know, can do all this stuff for, like, his machines and just, like, putting it in Metal Sonic, and that's why he's able to, you know, keep pace with Sonic and, like, do this stuff, and that would just be pretty awesome. Not to mention just how, hopefully, a uh, live-action Metal Sonic would look. Mm-hmm. It would look pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think uh, we answered that question. Yeah. I think we're good. Yep. Pretty much. So... Uh, I'll I'll zip it up here. Put that and, sack away, sorry. Scotty. It's stuck. Hold on. Okay, there we go. Um, oh, sweet. Last Easter egg I forgot to mention. Did you guys say how his home planet area place looked like Not Whole Village? You mean the huts? Yeah, the huts and the trees. Yeah, I... I, I... I thought it was supposed to be Kashyyyk. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! I mean, oh. you you want you want to talk about stretches that might be a stretch, because I mean, you know, I mean, go back to the Ewok Village or probably further back for that kind of thing if you want. But you know, I mean, if it was a if it was a reference, you know, I'm cool with that. My yeah. wife hated the movie. I'll say that. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> My wife enjoyed so you're, you're, it. You're she hates most one, things Scotty. you enjoy, Chris. Anything video game related, she hates. Oh, well, that's, um, yeah. She probably went in there already thinking, like, oh, it's going to be a bunch of sound effects and stupid flossing. Yep, oh, yep. shit, fuck. He flossed twice, he, yeah. He flossed. He did floss. <laughs> Fucking goddammit. I, I think that they just thought that that might still be popular by the time this came around. Like, maybe if they didn't delay it, it would have, uh, <laughs> the whole flossing scene would have uh, played out better. Boy, if but, only. Um, yeah. I don't think a few months really make that much. Probably. Fortnite is and on, Honestly, I think he pulls 
anyone else. So I, it's like I'm willing to let him have it. Oh, That's you cut out, so all I heard was he pulls one out. When did he whip his dick out? I missed that. <laughs> I was saying he pulls, I think, anyone else. <laughs> yep, that's, that, that's it. That's it. All right. Let, all let's right. watch be Sonic's thing. Just take no. away from Fortnite. Okay, so um, that's going to do it. Oh, God. With the, his penis? No, the flossing. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Well, anyway, that's going to do it for the Sonic talk. Um, it's a thing. It it, it really happened. Uh, I'm surprised that uh it turned out not to be a complete train wreck um and i think uh it's actually a fun movie so if you have not uh if you haven't watched it yet i don't know if we did much here to convince you to to do it one way or another um but i think you know for the most part it's better than what we expected it to be because i think uh you know going back and listening to some previous episodes uh, we thought it was just going to be really, really bad. Um, Look, so I can't convince people to buy the magazine. So you know, what I mean? I'm not even going to attempt to fucking convince <laughs> well, that's people. That's true. Fucking I... movie, you know. Sonic Cells. I'm going to end on this, but but if but look, if you. Come on, guys. Just, you know, just chill out. If people are going to defend Star Wars and they're going to defend Birds of Prey, they're going to defend that fucking Shazam movie, go go see Sonic. You'll have a fun time. You know what I mean? It's not, it's yep. not so... Lighten up, Francis. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Francis. I feel morally obligated to say, regarding everything I've said about the movie here, that I love the Super Mario Brothers and Street Fighter movies. So That's take that into account when... <laughs> When considering anything I've had to say about the Sonic movie. Your opinion is now invalidated. He's the nicest man I've ever met. (laughs) He loves everything. 2020. Man. Anything except for Banana Blitz HD. Oh, don't know what that is. But let's, let's, on that note, let's get out of here. Um, That's going to do it for this week. So remember, uh, if you want to subscribe to Megavisions Magazine, go to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash megavisions, and you could choose between either a physical or digital edition of the magazine. You can also go to our website at www.megavisionsmag.com. You can order some back issues of the magazine. We currently have issue eight. For sale on there, we have some uh, quite a few issues of that. Issue seven is completely sold out. Sorry about that, folks. But issue eight is there. You can go to our website and order it there. And yeah, that's going to do it. We will be back uh, next week, Scotty. Do we know what we're doing for the sideshow? Uh... Dragon Quest, your story. Dragon Quest, your story. <laughs> Dragon Quest. I get to pick one out of these. Fucking, I'm I'm, calling, I'm pulling the card. It's a game movie. Dragon Quest Your Story. It doesn't cost any money. It's on Netflix. <laughs> Netflix is free, everyone. Update. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it. We'll see you later. Sonic says go play in the dishwasher. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, it was a laundry machine. But it's whatever. better than when Cherry got stuck in the refrigerator in Punky Brewster. <laughs> you guys remember that scene? Nope. She almost died. Dude, that, yeah, she almost died in the fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was. You know that's that coming back, right? Cool. Really? Yeah, yeah I heard something about Bruce, that. They got her and Salil Mokray. She's hot now. Yeah. Well, I don't know they're, about that. Now the recording is done. They both <laughs> aged incredibly well. Yeah. Yep. Who what do you thought? mean you don't know what Banana Blitz HD is? Super Monkey Ball? Oh, I thought you were talking about some weird anime. 
No. <laughs> I thought he said banana blood or something. I'm like, this is going <laughs> That's <weird."> <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I don't know what that anime is. That's a different anime. <laughs> Never fail. 